Welcome to Grace and Glory Audio, featuring Pastor P.G. Matthew. Today, Pastor Matthew continues in his series on essential Christian doctrines with this sermon entitled, Justification of God the Father, preached January 26, 2020. If you have your Bible with you, please turn to Romans chapter 4, verse 5. Pastor Peter Masters, pastor of Metropolitan Tabernacle in London, England, wrote a book, Worship or Entertainment. I say many churches are synagogue of Satan. They exist to entertain man-centered worship. This church exists to worship God by preaching of the gospel. Whether you like it or not, I have no other option. Title is Justification of God the Father. What is justification? You see, I'm not entertaining. You must exercise maximally your mind. The Westminster Shorter Catechism, question 33, gives the answer. Justification is an act of God's free grace. That means it's a gift. Wherein he pardons all our sins. Thank God. And accepts us as righteous in his sight. Only for the righteousness of Christ imputed to us. And received by faith alone. The most serious question in the world, in God's fallen universe, is not how much money I can make. What does it profit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? So the most serious question is, How then can a sinful man be righteous before God? How can one born of woman be pure? Job asked this question in Job 25 verse 4. The answer is found in Romans 4, 5. However, to the man who does not work, but trusts God who justifies the wicked, his faith is credited as righteousness. The Philippian jailer asked the same question. What must I do to be saved? St. Paul answered him in the middle of the night. 
believe in the lord jesus and you will be saved and your household the bible says the wrath of god is being revealed from heaven against all godlessness and wickedness of men who suppress the truth by their wickedness a sinner is saved from god's wrath when he trusts in jesus christ alone in saving faith god the father declares the believing sinner justified forever on the basis of what god's son did for him in redemption and propitiation a difficult word what does that mean wrath removing death of jesus christ jai packer professor packer said that justification is god's act of remitting the sins of guilty men and accounting them righteous freely by his grace through faith in christ on the ground not of their own works now listen it is difficult but of the representative law keeping and redemptive blood shedding of the lord jesus christ on their behalf on the basis of christ's death on the cross point number 1 sir only the elect are justified i don't understand election i believe in election because the bible says so consider the following matthew 24:22 if those days had not been cut short no one would survive but for the sake of the elect those days will be shortened matthew 24:24 for false christs and false prophets will appear and perform great signs and miracles to deceive even the elect if that were possible it is impossible sir matthew 24:31 and he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from one end of the heavens to the other second timothy 2:10 therefore i endure everything for the sake of the elect that they too may obtain the salvation that is in christ jesus with eternal glory second peter 1:10 says therefore my brothers be all the more eager to make your calling and what sir election sure 
for if you do these things you will never fall how do you know that you are elect let me tell you a secret what is the secret you believe in jesus christ when i preach the gospel and obey jesus christ and be saved forever in ephesians 1 verse 4 paul writes for he chose us who is he god the father chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight in his commentary on this verse by professor william hendrickson a great godly and pious man says essentially the following he is talking about ephesians 1:4 first the author of election who is the author of election it is god and father of our lord jesus christ point number 2 the nature of election god loved us and chose us for himself though we were unholy and wicked descendants of fallen adam in romans 5 paul writes verse 18 consequently just as the result of one trespass was condemnation of all men he also says chapter 5 of romans verse 19 for through the disobedience of the one man the many were made or constituted sinners professor john murray god chose us to be holy and blameless sons and daughters to dwell with him forever for God's glory i was a sinner god chose me to be saved forever the object of election the object of election is that every true believer belongs to the family of god every true believer sir no discrimination in galatians 6:10 we read therefore as we have opportunity let us do good to all people especially to those who belong to the family of believers only a few will be saved jesus said enter through the narrow gate for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to eternal destruction and many enter through it but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it 
Matthew 7:13 and 14 the vast majority of the people in the world are not chosen and therefore not saved not justified mystery of election next the foundation of election we are chosen by the father in his son our lord jesus christ so we will conform to the image of jesus god will cause us to conform to the image of jesus to be like jesus now answer me the time of election when did he elect us in eternity sir god chose us before the creation of the world in eternity before time before you were born and the purpose of election god will have a holy people to enjoy fellowship with him forever peter writes but just as he who called you is holy so be holy in all you do for it is written be holy because i am holy be like the father in matthew 5:8 jesus said blessed are the pure in heart for they will see god Hebrews 12:14 make every effort to live in peace with all men and be holy now listen without holiness no one will see the lord second major points ground of justification what is the foundation of justification A sinner is against God and God is what's against him infinite God is against him so the most serious question one must ask is how can a sinful man be just with God or how can a man be saved from the wrath of God when adam sinned in him all the descendants sinned whether we like it or not they are conceived in sin born dead toward god only to practice sin as children of the devil this is called what sir total depravity in mind in will and in affections totally depraved in romans 3:20 and 23 we read therefore no one will be declared righteous in his sight by observing the law rather through the law we become conscious of sin for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of god how do you know that you are elect you believe in the bible 
in its totality. A sinner must cry out, what must I do to be saved from the wrath of God? And answer comes from heaven. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. This is the gospel. This is good news for wicked people like us. Good news. In the eternal council, the father planned the salvation of the elect sinners and the son agreed to become incarnate to accomplish redemption by his active and passive obedience. That is by his life, death, burial, and resurrection. So we read Romans 4.25, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. We also read Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is eternal death but the gift of God is eternal life in Jesus Christ, our Lord. There is no other savior in the whole world. You are free to worship demons, but there is no savior. What must I do to be saved? What's the answer? Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. And the Holy Spirit agreed in eternity to apply this redemption to every elect sinner. So we read and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his good purpose. For those God foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. Who is our oldest brother? Jesus Christ. And those he predestined, he also called. Called how? Effectually through regeneration and those he called he also justified those he justified he also glorified friends every elect sinner will hear the gospel repent of his sins and trust in Jesus Christ alone and be justified be saved The ground of justification is the righteousness from God. That is the righteousness of Jesus Christ. That's the foundation. That's the ground. This righteousness is imputed to the account of all believing sinners. 
and all the sins and guilt and punishment and hell of elect sinners is imputed to our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What a, what a transaction. It's a good deal. We get the best deal in the world. This is called what, sir? Double transaction. Our sins goes to Christ. His righteousness comes to us. In his book, Foundations of the Christian Faith, Dr. James M. Boyce shows a diagram and explains God the Father is the initiator of one act. What is that one act? Justification of believers. Jesus is the initiator of two acts. Propitiation. Wrath removing death. Directed towards the Father and redemption directed toward his people. We who initiate nothing receive both justification and redemption. We get the better deal. Jesus redeemed us from slavery to sin and Satan to serve God. Jesus redeemed us at the highest price imaginable, death on the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus removed the Father's wrath that was against us by Christ's propitiatory, that is, wrath-removing sacrifice on the cross. Theology, sir. I don't entertain you. I give you gospel of life. In Philippians 2.8, we read, and being found in appearance as a man, Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. On the basis of son's redemption and propitiatory sacrifice, God the Father justifies justly every sinner who trusts in Jesus. So we read, we are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Christ Jesus. Nobody else died in our place. Nobody else is God-man. Nobody else is perfect. Therefore, no other Savior, no other God, no other Lord. God presented him as a sacrifice of atonement through faith in his blood. He did it to demonstrate his justice at the present time. So 
as to be just and the one who justifies those who have faith in Jesus. How do I know you are elect? You repent and believe in Jesus Christ and you get the best deal in the whole world. Not a lot of money, but eternal salvation. What does it profit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? So God's justification of the wicked is just because his son died in our place for our sins and he justifies us. Let us look at Romans 5, 17 through 19 and verse 21. Verse 19, my own translation. Through the sin of Adam, our representative, sin reigned through death. How much more will those who have received abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness reign, live as king, reign in life through the one man, Jesus Christ. In Adam, we received sin and death. In Jesus Christ, we received righteousness and eternal life by grace. We get the better deal. Verse 18, in Adam's sin, we got condemnation. In Christ's righteousness, we received justification of life, the opposite of condemnation and death. Verse 19, Romans 5, through the disobedience of Adam, many were constituted sinners, Professor John Murray constituted sinners through the obedience of Jesus Christ the elect are constituted what's a righteous 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 God's people are righteous and verse 21 Romans 5 just as sin reigned in death so also grace might reign through righteousness to bring eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord better deal sir eternal life we will never die when you die God perfects your spirit and go to heaven to be with God. Second Corinthians 5, 19. And here it is. Not counting men's sins against them. And you say, what's up? Glory. Glory. Be sinned. But God refuses to count our sin against us. In Isaiah 53, 5, we read, 
but he was pierced for our transgressions he was crushed for our iniquities the punishment that brought us peace was upon jesus and by his wounds we are healed forever hallelujah, hallelujah. and paul writes he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification thank god for our substitute jesus christ god man perfect and now comes verse 21 god made him who jesus who had no sin to be sin for us so that in him we might become righteousness of god it is called again double transaction he was made sin who had no sin and he gave us his righteousness i stand here as righteous not in my own righteousness it is given to me as free by grace that is true of you all of you who believe in jesus christ are righteous forever sir regeneration is god's work in us professor john murray says but justification is god's work about us god as judge on the basis of the imputation of christ's righteousness to our account he pronounces us not guilty but righteous hallelujah forever that's what romans 4 5 says however to the man who does not work but trust god who justifies the wicked his faith is credited as righteousness friends only god can justify the ungodly who believe in jesus Deuteronomy 25 verse 1 we read when men have a dispute they are to take it to court and the judges will decide the case acquitting the innocent and condemning the guilty a judge does not make anyone innocent he declares innocent not guilty how come we are not guilty because by faith righteousness of christ is transferred to you you are made righteous consider the following first corinthians 130 it is because of him that is god the father that you are in christ jesus who has become for us wisdom from god that is our righteousness holiness and redemption jesus christ is our righteousness is our holiness is our redemption 
Philippians 3:9 and be found in him not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law but that which is through faith in Christ the righteousness that comes from God and is received by faith free gift and Mary was told she will give birth to a son and you ought to give him the name jesus because he will save his people from their sins no other savior sir acts 412 salvation is found in no one else for there is no other name under heaven in the universe given to men by which we must be saved there is no other savior in the whole world to white and to yellow and to brown and to black there is only one savior jesus christ and they all belong to one family the family of god where we love one another in those days at that time declares the lord judgment day search will be made for israel's guilt by god and the devil and yourself but there will be none <laughs> and search will be made for the sins of judah but none will be found for because i will forgive the remnant i spare god forgives our sins <laughs> justly forgives galatians 3:13 christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us for it is written cursed is everyone who is hung on a tree galatians 2:15 and 16 we who are jews by birth and not gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law but by faith in jesus christ so we too have put our faith in whom in Christ Jesus that we may be justified by faith in Christ and not by observing the law because by observing the law what is it no one will be justified and the third point sir the means of justification it's faith faith in Christ we are justified by through upon faith not because of faith our faith is not the ground the ground of justification is the righteousness of god righteousness of christ even this faith is a gift from god this faith is like the raising of the hand of a beggar to receive some bread 
don't go around and said i believed no your faith is the means not the ground not the basis what is basis christ death in our place for our sins this is what the publican did he cried out lord have mercy upon me a sinner and jesus said i tell you that this man rather than the other went home justified before god for everyone who exalts himself will be humbled and uh, he who humbles himself will be exalted in the greek he went home justified for ever dedikaiomenos perfect passive participle faith is a gift by which we trust and obey how can we be proud of our faith when it is a gift in ephesians 2:8 we read for it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves it's a gift of god in 1st timothy 1:14 paul says the worst of sinners says the grace of our lord jesus christ was poured out on me abundantly along with faith and love that are in Christ Jesus elect will be given faith and love in abundance by which you believe in Jesus Christ and be justified faith in Jesus Christ what is that it's the means of salvation means of justification and i will read to you only two verses romans 322 325 326 327 328 333 31 Romans 3:22 and 4:5 The righteousness from God comes through faith in Jesus Christ to all who believe There is no difference Romans 4:5 However to the man who does not work but trusts God who justifies the wicked his faith is credited to him as righteousness god gives faith to every elect by which we trust in jesus christ our redeemer our mediator our savior our lord our king of kings and lord of lords and we live by obedience of faith hallelujah, hallelujah. they say don't repent just believe don't obey isn't that wonderful these are preachers who are going to hell together with their people romans 1:5 through him and for his name's sake 
We received grace and apostleship to call people from among all the Gentiles to the obedience that comes from faith. Eist hupa koen pisteos. Not devil's faith. The meritorious basis of our salvation is obedience of Jesus Christ only. In Galatians 4, verse 4 and 5, we read, But when the time had fully come, God sent his son born of a woman born under the law to redeem those under law that we might receive full rights of sons. He obeyed fully, perfectly. We obey our obedience is not perfect. Therefore, every day we ask God to forgive us our sins. That doesn't mean we don't obey God. Even if we obey God perfectly, that cannot be the ground of our justification. Jesus prayed, I have brought you glory on earth by completing the work God gave me to do. Did you know that you are brought here by God's Holy Spirit? To listen to me, who is sent by Christ, preach the gospel. You think you just came on your own. No. Nobody comes to hear the gospel unless Holy Spirit draws them. Listen, God justifies the ungodly by faith. If this is so, all boasting is excluded. If this is so, nobody can condemn us. If God justified us, nobody can condemn us. Paul writes, therefore, there is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. He also says, who will bring any charge against those whom God has chosen? Who is he that condemns Christ Jesus who died? More than that, who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. He's, you think Father will hear our, the prayer of Jesus Christ for you? This faith that justifies is a living faith, not devil's faith that James speaks about. You believe there is one God, good. Even demons believe that and shudder. But the devil never once obeys. And this is the conclusion now. Nine things. We are justified by grace alone. Number two, it is by the righteousness of God we are justified. Number three, it is in Christ Jesus we are justified. Number four, 
we are justified by the obedience of Christ number 5 we are justified by the free gift of righteousness number 6 it is by faith in jesus christ we are saved number 7 jesus is the only savior of the whole world number 8 if god has justified us we are secure forever number 9 the justified live by obedience of faith not by faith without obedience what is the final conclusion we are justified for the praise of his glorious grace forever and ever isaiah 45 24 and 25 they will say to me in the lord alone are righteousness and strength all who have raged against him will come to him and put to shame for in the lord all the descendants of israel will be found righteous and glory isaiah 61:10 i delight greatly in the lord my soul rejoices in my god for he has clothed me with garments of salvation and arrayed me in a robe of righteousness as a bridegroom adorns his head like a priest and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels in acts 16 30 and 31 we read that the jailer and his family believed in Jesus and were baptized the same night they were saved now the good news and it is my prayer that everyone who hears my voice today will be saved will be justified heavenly father thank you for your plan of salvation lord your holy spirit is here right now save your people yes lord have mercy lord in jesus name amen grace valley christian center is committed to the unchanging truth of the holy scriptures we have been proclaiming the whole counsel of god since 1974 through our weekly worship services our website resources and our publishing ministry. For more information about our church, to find more edifying sermons, or to order books by the Reverend PG Matthew, please visit our website at gracevalley.org.